Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so incredibly grateful to have you here. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is right around the corner, and that is exactly what we are going to talk about today. We're going to talk about giving thanks. Basically, in this episode, I'm going to quote a lot of other people, and then I'm going to share an unedited journal entry called The Power of Gratitude. So it's going to be a little bit of a Thanksgiving soup. Buckle up. Buckle up for the wild ride. But Thanksgiving as an American holiday, like I mentioned, is coming up next week. But the concept of giving thanks is not an American concept. The concept of giving thanks is biblical. It is scriptural. You will find it laced throughout scripture. There was instructions in the Old Testament for sacrifices of thanksgiving. We're told over and over, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. It's an instruction in the word of God. And... This is not meant to be just one week or one day of the year. But as Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, we are told to, in everything, give thanks. And I do love that he did not say for everything because we are not always thankful for everything. But in everything, we can give thanks. And there's a quote that I love from Elizabeth Elliot regarding that verse. She said, The ones who have been the most influential in my life are the people who have learned 1 Thessalonians 5.18. They have learned to give thanks. And I would say, without exception, when I look back over the great icons of my life, they are people who have suffered. And the more they've suffered, the more they seem to radiate and give thanks to God. Again, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And if we are searching for the will of God, that scripture clearly and distinctively paints the picture of the will of God for our lives. It is one of the general wills of God that we give thanks in all things. And thanksgiving is an attitude that we cultivate. Sometimes thanks flows from a heart that's just overflowing and it's just this feeling that bubbles up on the inside. And sometimes thanks is a choice. It's a practice. And we have to teach our flesh to be thankful. Flesh naturally looks at what it doesn't have. Case in point, Eve. She was in paradise. Everything was perfect. She had a perfect relationship with God. She had a perfect husband, the only person who could ever say that. She herself was perfect, unflawed. And she looked at the one thing she didn't have and couldn't eat. But the word of God instructs us again 
over and over to give thanks, to teach our flesh, which is not naturally thankful, to be thankful. And this is not always about, again, what we feel. Sometimes there's going to be feelings associated with giving thanks, and sometimes it is a practice. It's something that we choose. Raymond Woodward was recently at our church, and he preached a sermon called Seven Prayers That Will Change Your Life. And one of the prayers, he was kind of summing up the Lord's Prayer in seven pieces and seven words, and one of them was thanks. And he said this, he said, our prayer of thanks is trying to put into words what is beyond words. It's not so much what you say or how you say it. It's about what you feel, and it just comes out of your mouth, and you say, thank you, Jesus. He read Hebrews thirteen fifteen. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Sometimes thanks feels like a celebration because you've got a lot to say thanks for, but sometimes it feels like a sacrifice because right now life's upside down and you're battling depression and your body's going through sickness and your family is going through turmoil, but that's when you give the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Here's what you do. You offer thanks with your mouth until your emotions catch up. Don't let your emotions lead you around by the nose. Your emotions are undependable. Offer the sacrifice of praise. What is it? It's the easiest, most instinctive way through the door into his presence. Just say, thank you, Jesus. I don't know why I'm going through this. He went on to talk about Job, and then he said, I can tell you how I'm coming out of this trial. I'm going to be in church with my hands lifted high, And I'm going to be saying, thank you, Jesus, for everything you've done for me. You've brought me out. Say thanks with your mouth until your feelings catch up because saying thanks can change your life. I love everything he just shared in that quote. There's so many little just amazing nuggets right there. Um, So many concepts. But it's not just Brother Woodward saying that saying thanks can change your life. It's not just his experience. There's actually a lot of research out there regarding gratitude. Um, It's very, very powerful. I have a quote from Harvard Health, which says, in positive psychology research, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. Again, there's scientific proof for the practice and the act of gratitude. And there's a massive correlation. They said happiness in that quote, but between joy and giving thanks. And I'm going to share a quote from Brene Brown, who is a researcher. I have read a lot of her book called Switch Your Brain On. And in it, she talks about neuroplasticity. It would be fascinating for you to look into it if you've never heard of it, but just how our brain is essentially able to be rewired. We can retrain our thoughts. We can retrain our thought processes. Um, and just how Romans 12, 1 and 2 talks about that we would be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And, and she has done research proving that this is possible. It's called neuroplasticity. 
But I ran across this quote from her, and she's talking about the practice of giving thanks and how it brings joy into our lives. And she says this, The relationship between joy and gratitude was one of the most important things I found in my research. I wasn't expecting it. In my 12 years of research on 11,000 pieces of data, I did not interview one person who had described themselves as joyful who also did not actively practice gratitude. For me, it was very counterintuitive because I went into the research thinking that the relationship between joy and gratitude was, if you're joyful, you should be thankful. But it wasn't that way at all. Instead, practicing gratitude invites joy into our lives. Practice is the part that really changed my life, that really changed my family and the way we live every day. When I say practice, I don't mean the attitude of gratitude or feeling grateful. I mean practicing gratitude. These folks shared in common a tangible gratitude practice. Some of them kept gratitude journals. Some of them did interesting things like at one, two, three, four, or at 1234 every day, they would say something out loud that they were grateful in their lives. It's not joy that makes us grateful. It's gratitude that makes us joyful. And that's a quote from David Steidel Rast. She goes on to say, I guess I was just amazed to see that bubble up in my research so quickly. It's life-changing. And I am sure that if we were to go through the scripture, this research is just backing up everything that the scripture shares. God, There's a lot of scientific proof that backs up the Bible. And we know that joy is possible in every circumstance. We know that gratitude is possible in every circumstance. And practicing gratitude, choosing to be grateful, literally has scientific proven benefits. So whatever you're facing today, whether you're feeling grateful, you're feeling thankful, or whether you're in the middle of a dark season, practice being grateful. It truly is life-changing. I am now going to share an unedited journal entry called The Power of Gratitude. This is just a few simple thoughts on the act of thanksgiving and the power of thanksgiving. The power of gratitude. Over the last few weeks or maybe month, I have been thinking about gratitude and thankfulness. It has been coming to my mind quite frequently and I want to try to capture a few thoughts. Not exactly sure what this will be except for that, thoughts. Number one, I have been thinking of how when someone is thankful, you want to do more for them, give more to them. There are people who are so thankful and overjoyed when you give them something that it makes you want to shower them with more. They display a genuine appreciation for the smallest acts of kindness. This reminds me of when Jude was turning two, three, and four, and every gift he opened, he gushed with thanksgiving. He was so tiny, but he would go on and on and say thank you so sincerely for each gift. I remember that someone had wrapped one of his gifts in a microwave popcorn box. He thought it was popcorn and gave the same level of thanks for microwave popcorn as he had for everything else. Give me that kind of heart, God, that appreciates absolutely every single thing you give. You give good gifts, Matthew 7, 11, 
even when they come wrapped in popcorn boxes. I truly believe giving thanks invited God to work and bless our lives more. That actually should have said, I truly believe giving thanks invites God to work and bless our lives more. This is not a manipulation tactic. This is cultivating a heart that is thankful for everything. So many times our expectations keep us from being thankful. We expect that we should have been given the opportunity. We expect that we should have what they have. We expect that God should have done X, Y, or Z by now. But Thanksgiving helps us look at what we do have instead of what we don't. If we expect nothing, we appreciate everything. When I step back and realize that I don't even deserve salvation, every other thing is icing on the cake. Even the tiniest blessings are undeserved and unexpected and therefore appreciated. Thank you, Jesus, for everything, even the things that are still in popcorn boxes. Matthew 7:11. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask of him? What he gives is good. Number two, gratitude is a gateway into his presence. Psalm 100 verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Years ago, when I first started praying, I used this verse every day and I would envision myself drawing closer to his throne by thanksgiving and praise. He worked so powerfully in my life through the act of giving thanks. Thanksgiving took me into his presence. Number three, gratitude is a pathway to contentment and helps guard against the sin of covetousness. The writer of Hebrews wrote, Let your conduct be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Thou shalt not covet is the final of the Ten Commandments. Wanting, longing for what others have is a sin. That cuts across the grain of our first world mindset. Ouch. But through gratitude, we can learn contentment. Paul said in Philippians 4.11, I have learned to be content. And Paul wrote to Timothy and said, Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing into this world and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. 1 Timothy 6, 6-8, New Living. It is in giving thanks for what we have that we truly learn to appreciate it and learn to be content. Number four, gratitude and thanksgiving give us fresh perspective and magnifies God and his blessings. I will praise the name of God with the song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving, Psalm 6930. Be, being thankful, intentionally choosing gratitude magnifies God. It reminds us that he is way bigger than any problem. He is the source and the creator of all. Thanksgiving shifts our eyes off of what is wrong and onto who's right. He's so big, he's always up the task. Number five, thanksgiving guards against deception. Running low on time, but quickly. Romans 1 paints this picture. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God 
or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. Romans 1, 21 through 22. A lack of thanking God was an open door to deception. The Bible has so much to say about thanksgiving and gratitude, and so do my thoughts, but I only have time to write about one more thing for today. Number six, thanksgiving allows God to work in our lives in a greater way and heal in greater measure. This thought is not original to me. I'm sure I have heard many preach it. I personally was so impacted by Luke Levine preaching this concept years ago. Luke 17 includes a story that so beautifully illustrates the powerful effects of giving thanks. Luke 17, 12-19 says, And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when they saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering and said, Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith has made you whole. Okay, I wish I had hours to write about that, but my desk is calling. All ten of these leprous men received a measure of healing. They all had their leprosy cleansed. But the single solitary man who came back, giving thanks at the feet of Jesus, got the whole miracle. He was made whole as a simple result of gratitude. His thanksgiving was equated with faith by Jesus. Jesus asked where everyone else was, where are the nine? They only received part of that miracle. Their leprous condition was reversed. They were granted re-entry into society, but they had to live out their days without the pieces and appendages that their illness had robbed them of. But the one leper who went back to say thank you to Jesus got the whole miracle. He didn't just get healing, he got wholeness. Thy faith. Thy faith displayed in this humble act of deep, sincere gratitude has made you whole. To say that gratitude is powerful is an understatement. Again, Thanksgiving is not a means of manipulation. Gratitude is an attitude. It is a frame of mind It is a heart condition that has to be cultivated. It is a practice that becomes a lifestyle. Gratitude takes what I have and reminds me that it's from him and it is enough. Thank you, Jesus. So again today, just a simple reminder to choose Thanksgiving that thanksgiving and gratitude should flow from our lives and can flow from our lives every day. And when they do, they will change our lives. Philippians chapter 4 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And that's what I'm trying to do. Trade my anxieties for gratitude. Trade my anxieties for thanksgiving and incorporate this powerful practice of giving thanks into my life. 
Happy Thanksgiving. Let's make it Thanksgiving every single day. Thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or a handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit meganedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible, make a gratitude list. I so look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy Friday. Happy Thanksgiving.